You're listening to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. This is the fourth episode in our special distance learning series. Welcome to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. This is Charles Laux, and I'm your host. We are continuing. Uh, this is the fourth episode in the series of distance learning, and we have Amanda Turner with us, who teaches in uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools in North Carolina. Welcome, Amanda. Hello, everybody. Um, um, go ahead and just tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and where you where you teach and what you teach and how long you've been doing it, your background a little bit, and then just go. You can go right into some of the things that you're you're using uh, that you've used in the past that you're successful with, and some of the technology that uh, might be helpful for our listeners to um, continue their uh, exploration into distance learning. Sure. So I am, this is my 21st year of teaching. Um, I'm originally from Fairfax County, Virginia, and um, I teach in Charlotte Mecklenburg, went to UNC Greensboro, and I've been teaching in CMS for 20 years at two high schools, East Mecklenburg High School and Ardry Cal High School. Mm-hmm. Um, we are on AB schedule, so I teach over 315 kids between the two schools, and I'm considered part-time of two schools, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Makes, you, makes um, you feel really at home at both schools, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I um, am a violist, so yay team. Yay, uh, <laughs> Exactly. And um, the biggest adventure is that nobody seems to know anything, so we're all just trying to figure this out together. Um, since we were told on Friday... Um, that we were going to be possibly going to digital learning. I currently started using Google Classroom this okay. year, this school year. Me too. And uh, it's been great. I have Charms. I don't know if you are mm-hmm. familiar with Charms Office. Yeah. Um, Charms is great for communication with parents and uh, finances, but I did notice that the audio version of Charms, there was no way to prove that it was actually them. Right. So, um I started catching students not actually being themselves, so went to Google <laughs> to have the video aspect. Right, and that's great. The, the kids really enjoy it. Uh, number one, they don't have the pressure of you know people staring them down and judging them. Yes, and they also um, can record it as many times as they want until they feel like it's the best of them which that's, I think is really great. That's the best um, part of, of doing it that way because um, hopefully they will turn in what they consider their best work. Exactly. And then you also have the proof that says, this is why your child got the, the B right. it's great. or the C. Like you can show them this is what one sounds like, this is what the other one sounds like. I've never had to deal with that. But mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in case of, but yeah, it's been really awesome. The kids um, just, I say, hey, I have an assignment and they've, onto it. I still use uh, charms for communication and I also have a remind for all of my classes. Mm-hmm. Use the remind. So, remind is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's great. I'm, I was kind of bummed that they put the like you can only have 10 classes. Right. Um, yeah. Especially when you're at two schools. Yeah. It was because mm-hmm. I used it also for when we had events for our all county or our region or states or whatever and I was able to just have a class for all of them and then they took that away so i've I've had to figure that out but that's that's fine Mm -hmm. my school system strongly encourages canvas um 
We talked a little bit but, about Canvas yesterday. It's it's proprietary. You know, your school district has to subscribe to it and use it for um, most of their you know needs. Is that right? right? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So they they encourage us to use Canvas, but I had already set up the Google Classroom. I think it's more user user friendly and it's more appealing to your eye. You mm-hmm. know, um, and my my students think it's more user friendly, but they are strongly encouraging us to try to switch over. But they said, don't worry about that right now, obviously, because (laughs) (laughs) not the priority. Um, But it is interesting to hear my colleagues um, at different schools in CMS and what their schools are telling them. So my school said, use whatever works for you. Mm -hmm. And then I have other colleagues in CMS that are saying you need to use Canvas. So a lot of my colleagues are doing um, a link on their Google Classroom to the Canvas yeah. uh, so that they are using it. Because I think at Canvas you can track attendance is what I understand, okay. but I don't use it, so I don't I don't know yet. So yeah, We were told that um, we have to take attendance uh, for those that are not present online. Um, we're, we're assigned a day of the week, so Monday was English Language Arts, today is Math Day, tomorrow's Electives Day. And so they have to spend oh, okay. two. They have to spend two hours um, with that particular class each day. So it's kind of a focus. Um, it helps the teachers kind of focus their lessons. Um, personally, I don't really think it's enough time, but um, it is. That's what we, that's what we were told to do. So um, I'm doing that, and then some. And that's why I'm doing these podcasts because I can on my quote unquote days off. I'm planning for my students and recording podcasts and doing some different things like that, and then. Um, tomorrow is my is my day, so I'll send out lessons tonight and send an email uh, in the morning, and then um, try and join some kids on Zoom. and And they have lots to be working on. So, yeah, that's one of the things that was kind of up in the air for us. So I um, did a lot of a lot of my students already had their music, but um, my pop group at RQL just had our adjudication on Thursday, and so they don't have end of year music. So I scanned all the music and then said, okay, get this off of Google Classroom so that they have something to practice. Right. Yeah. I brought, um, I brought all mine, I, mine home because I don't want it to be, well, I want to be able to do sectionals and things uh, online exactly. with them. And I also don't want them to say, well, I don't have this piece. So and it's easy for um, you know me to be able to throw it on there for them and, and get them at, at least digitally. Yeah, that's what I, I brought it all home to so that I could do that same thing. Um, I did work, I, I tested out um, using the Google Meeting yesterday, Google Meet, um, and so some of my students were able to like walk on and see that. But our county actually last night um, had an emergency meeting with the school board and pretty much told us that this is a supplemental, um, like teaching that we shouldn't be assigning any new wow. work that mm-hmm. is graded. Wow. So, we're all kind of like, so these kids are out of school for two weeks and how are we supposed to hold them accountable? So Right. I don't, I don't think there's going to be a whole bunch of accountability. Um, right. But it's, you know, hopefully students, you know, most of them will understand that, you know, you cannot spend all day on your video games and you do need to focus for a few hours a day on uh, school and continuing, continuing that growth, you know. Exactly. Yeah, because I have two children of my own, so it's very entertaining to try to get an 11-year-old and a kindergartner 
to do work while my husband and I, who are both teachers, are working too. <laughs> right. To. That's, that's the challenge that that I'm going to be facing as well. Because I have an eight and a ten year old, and um, you know they're they're pretty good, but at the same time, it is it is always a challenge to keep them um, on task without a lot of questions while I'm having to teach. Essentially, at the same time, you know, it's morning right. times that they're asking us to be on and you know be available. So. Um, yeah, that's always a challenge, and I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there that have the same issues, and um, or worse yet, you know, um, if you, if you have to go to work uh, and you have kids at home, that I, I, that's the challenge that I it's got to be so difficult with uh, you know people who are working and then have kids at home and they're supposed to be doing work and they can't stay home by themselves and what do you do? And so there's a exactly. lot of those questions that are just you know coming up and a lot of these issues that are. Uh, probably very problematic for a lot of people out there. Well, um, when it comes to resources on another front, um, I have really good relationships with my band's counterparts. And Mm -hmm. um, there was one that, and I can send you a copy of this, but there was um, a really cool thing that my band director friend called a, it's like bando, like a bingo for bands. Okay. And I, and I just kind of stole that from who, I don't know who it is, but um, Mm -hmm. And I made it into an orchestra bingo, cool. and uh, and it was really cool what this what this band person did. And they put like links to um, VCI and and do a performance, and so sure. you check off a box. So I put on there the links for the Met Opera and the Berlin Philharmonic. Oh, great! And I I did leave the uh, the DCI on there because you know a little marching band doesn't hurt. No. Um, <laughs> so. But it was it was a really cool thing, like do a performance in your pajamas, and it was just something fun. And one of my students, I posted it on my Google Classroom. One of my students was like, "Oh, I don't have to watch YouTube videos anymore." You know, like <laughs> it was just he was just really excited to have something to do yeah. to kind of focus himself. Um, I did see um, on Facebook and on YouTube, Christian House is doing a bunch of mm-hmm. online um, stuff as well, which he's great. He's yeah. very personable and funny. So I'm going to put that on my, uh, Google classroom as well for my kids to the mini watch lessons. Him yeah. And- yeah. And I'm going to be doing some warm ups uh, videos today, trying to post those for my students just to, you know, to f- kind of follow me, like exactly like we would do in class, you know, our warm ups, but do it virtually. And hopefully, you know, they'll be able to follow along mm-hmm. and, and do those on their own too. at least, get them motivated to get their instruments out and, and do something. Cause I think a lot of kids maybe feel lost without orchestra class, uh, the group, you know, exactly. playing as a group, a lot of them just feel lost and this, this, they need some kind of motivation to take their instrument out of their case and get going. So hopefully this will help them. But yeah, those, those videos I saw are great and we'll definitely link to those. Um, be, I'm going to be putting um, links to all four of the podcasts we've recorded so far um, on the orchestrateacher.net today. Uh, so this is the fourth one. And um, so all the resources that um, we, we had talked about over the last two days, I'll be putting up on there. Uh, so hopefully that will be helpful, um, along with, you know, just listening to these podcasts and, and just making everybody realize that it's not just them. It's We're all in this together and we're all trying to find resources and technology tools that will make our job easier little bit easier and more effective uh you know from a distance exactly i agree so well um anything else that you would like to share today amanda while we have you on no i think i think we're pretty good yeah i'm I'm excited to get all this information just for 
all the colleagues around the, the country, you know, like just being linked up online and especially on Facebook with all the orchestra teacher um, groups and stuff and what people are doing is really kind of fabulous that we're all, like you said, working together to figure it all out. Right. So. It's neat to hear the success stories um, when things are going well, because um, that's what we have to focus on right now is just the positive, um, the, the fact that we have all this great technology to be able to do what we do if it were you know 15 years ago we would be real in real trouble uh, and i think there would be a lot of um you know stagnant uh, activity nothing really going on um, exactly. but this technology has really enabled us to stay in touch and do some amazing things with our students from afar so uh, it will be an adventure. It, it will be an adventure. That is for sure. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We appreciate it. Um, and Thanks for having me. We'll, uh, in, the, in the podcast description, you'll be able to read a little bit more about Amanda and her contact information. Should you have questions, it sounds like she's doing really well with Google Classroom and some other technologies. Um, and thank you guys again for tuning in. We will see you next time on the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. You can subscribe to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, and most recently, Google Podcasts. Thank you.